All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 33 of Rolling with the Barons. I am your host, head coach of the Brooklyn Barons, Roland Woods. All right. The Brooklyn Barons are a franchise with the Relocation Football League. You can find out more about the Relocation Football League at www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right, there it will link you to all the latest news with the league as far as standings, transactions, uh, signing up for the college series for the next season, everything you need to know about the league. You can find it there at www.relocationfootballleague.com. All right. To find out more about your Brooklyn Barons, you can follow us on Twitter and IG at BaronsRFL. All right. Now, you know it's been a while. It's been a long time. I think I haven't done an episode since October, man. I might be a little rusty. It might take me a, a couple of weeks to get my groove back to get back in the feel of things. But we couldn't start off uh, week one without a podcast from your boy. All right, and it feels so good to be back, man. It's been a long, it's been a long summer. It's been a long off season. Uh, I know a lot of coaches relate to me when I say that, man. It's been a long off season, man. We we we've been dying to get on the field, man. We've been dying to get on the field. We've been dying to get on the field, man. And First game, well, first day, first game day of the season, you got the Barons facing off against one of our biggest rivals, the Columbus Explorers. Uh, that'd be happening tonight at 8.30, man. That'd be happening tonight at 8.30. Shout out to my man's Bill. Uh, one of my favorite people to play. One of my favorite people to play in the league, man. Shout out to my man's Bill. All right. Uh, we've been kind of quiet on our socials. Uh, shout out to Amari Harris, man. He's been in charge of our IG. He's been keeping us uh, constant with uh, the videos, the highlights, the news, and things like that. But uh, we back, baby. We back. We back, baby. Uh, I've been I've, I've been waiting for this time, man. I've been waiting for this time. I've been sitting back patiently, sitting back quietly. I ain't been rapping. I ain't been talking none of that junk. I just been chilling. Waiting because I knew this time would come, man. I knew this time would come. All right. Uh, because I've been quiet, I'm gonna give y'all a little rundown of things that we've been doing so far this uh, off season. All right. I think the last thing we talked about was our was our draft, man, and how the guys, how the rookies, and everybody was accumulate into our. Uh, our system, man, and how we thought they would fit in, the things that we thought we'd be able to do with them, and how we uh, f- figured we'd be able to move, man. So uh, now we're here. The time has come. And uh, going into the season, man, hoping to uh, bring home that relocation bowl. Uh, Relo bowl! Hoping to bring home that Relo bowl, man. I'm hype. I am big hype, man. I'm big hype. I, I am big hype. I'm big hype, man. All right. But before before we get too far into uh, 
what we're gonna be doing this season, man. We're gonna start with what uh, a recap of things that we've done in the off season. All right. Uh, first, we're gonna start with our free agent signings. All right. Uh, so first, as far as veterans in the RFL, we only you you know you know us you know me. I'm gonna have a big splash in the free agency. We had a big splash last year with the signing of Ethan King, giving him uh, three hundred billion dollars, and everybody wasn't gonna let it down. I gave him three hundred billion dollars. You feel me? Uh, this 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 free agency we had a little bit of a lighter, a lot a, a, a lighter catch. You feel me? Still a big catch. Uh, but a little bit of a lighter catch. Uh, we start with our free agent signings, man. Uh, we have signed quarterback Maverick Hansen. All right. Now, I came into this league as a player, as a receiver. Uh, Roland Woods on the Shan Rocks, number 88. All right. And during that uh, time when I was a rookie and even going on to the season after after that, man, uh, one of my favorite guys, who was also drafted in the same draft as me, has been Maverick Hansen. Man, I've been a big advocate for Maverick Hansen. Uh, no disrespect to Tom Woods because he still he still goes out there and proves that he deserves to start. He's Tom Wood, man. He's Tom Wood. He he goes out there and he does his thing, man. So no disrespect to Tom Wood, but uh, Maverick Hansen has been one of my favorite players in this league. Uh, since I got here, one of my favorite players on the Shamrocks, and uh, just from the way their uh, depth chart ended up uh, building up with them, uh, with them getting uh, Tyrone Green, man, they were able to uh, let go of my guy Maverick Hansen, and I had to scoop. I had to scoop when he gives me a lot of Brinker vibes, man. He gives me a lot of Brinker vibes, and I've realized how important your backup quarterback situation is. In this league, man, and I feel like he's a guy that we can come out here and we can win with, and uh, we can we can apply a lot of the things that we like to do uh, to him, and he'll be able to. He won't drop the ball, man, and he won't drop the ball. So uh, that was very key. That was very very key, and uh, with that move. We were able to make another move that I thought was going to be very important. That I thought was going to be uh, very, very important to us. Uh, we were able to trade quarterback Caleb Brown to the minors. All right. And in exchange for Caleb Brown, we were able to receive defensive tackle uh, Dudley Guy and uh, outside linebacker uh, Tremont Dye. Now, y'all know I love KB, man. I love KB. I love KB, bro. That was my first quarterback I ever played a game with in the RFL going back to before we even had a college series. We just had uh, college guys submitted. We threw them on some uh, other relocated teams that we didn't use. We had a little tournament-style warfare with them, man. KB was my guy. KB was my guy. He's been my guy. Uh, I think he's going to be very successful in Sacramento. Uh, I just think that they'll be able to mold him in a way that I wouldn't be able to mold him uh, for, I guess, the type of op- the type of offense that we use now. And I know everybody says, well, you run the read option. You should be able to use Caleb and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I know. I know. 
But it's just something, it's, it's the way that we run the read option where we make it secondary. We don't want scrambling to be the number one factor in our read option. We want it to be one of the last things that we do, but still effective. And we just felt like Maverick put us in, Mav put us in a better uh, position to get what we wanted from that. So Mav will be on our roster also competing with uh, uh, Kayata. Kiata. Uh we like it, man. We like it. We really, really like it. We liked it enough that uh when we go back over our re-signers, I'll go ahead and say it now that uh we also extend the Mavs contract for an extra year just to see like how we can groom him, how we can grow him, how he's gonna really fit in what we do. Alright, so we felt like that was a big, big move, a major, major move, and it's something that we had to get done. All right, we had to get that done. He was a guy I've been looking at since the end of the season. Since the end of, I've been looking to Mav, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to find a way where I can get him. He was the only free agent bid that I made as far as veterans in this league. Uh, we did sign a few undrafted uh, free agents, uh, which we will get to next. But we feel like Maverick Hansen would be a key critical player and uh, what we plan to do moving forward, man. And I can't wait to see how it looks on the field. Uh, I've gotten uh, maybe two or three looks at him. Uh, I like what I saw from him. Uh, a lot of things, well, one of the things that he brings over KB is his arm strength. I know that uh, I think KB's like an 85-86 and Mav is like a 95-96, which puts him closer to Brinker, who has the 99 throw power, so we can still add the elements of our game that we like because we like to throw it. We, we, the bomb squad is back. Bomb squad is back. If you didn't know, now you know, man. Bomb squad is back, and we feel like uh, we can put in Mav and not lose uh, too much of what we would get when we put in Brinker, man. So that's a move we're excited for, and I can't wait to see uh, where it goes. All right? Then as far as our undrafted uh, rookie free agents, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to sound funny, man. We signed, we signed a few guys and moved them to a whole different positions. Like, for one, all right, we'll start off with uh, center Rick Oliver. Uh, we drafted him, but then we moved him to right guard. All right, we just like the way his size make up, his speed make up. We feel like if we can get him moving around a little bit in our zone scheme, uh, he would be very solid. All right, then we, uh, dra- then we signed uh, left tackle Doug Gafford, uh, another guy. Uh, because he's more of, I guess you would say, because he's more statuesque, quote unquote. You feel me? He was a guy that we felt like we can move him to center and bring the best out of him, because he doesn't have to move around as much for him not being as nimble of a guy. But he still brings us a lot of the, the skills and qualities that we are looking for, uh, on our line. All right. Next we have uh. Right end, Emmanuel Golson. Uh, smaller guy, more, I guess you would say he would fit more of a, a 4-3 build on the end, but we we picked him up. Uh, we're going to have him standing up. We placed him at uh, right outside linebacker. We've been looking for a guy who could back up Kit uh, and still bring that speed, still bring that agile, that... Uh, that energy that we need on the outside, man. We don't we don't want we don't really like having big really big guys at our uh offensive uh our outside linebacker position, man. We want guys who can move around the space, not only 
to beat those tackles with speed, but just because of the way that we play, man, we're kind of a speed defense, man. We wanted to get there. We wanted to get the pressure, and we felt like he would be a good backup to Kit. All right, and then also we uh, signed right outside linebacker Brody Carroll. Brody, we signed our guy uh, Brody Carroll, but with him weighing in the 270, we actually moved him to right end. All right, and he's going to back up Yap. Uh, he gave a, he was like he's like Yap light. He gave us a lot of, I guess, similarities to what we saw in our guy Tristan Van Rie. Uh, so he's a guy that we can uh, mold behind him to be a solid backup for the future behind Tristan Van Rie. All right, and then lastly, the only guy we didn't move is uh, defensive tackle uh, Jalen Shields. I uh, Jalen was a guy that we felt like. With how our defensive tackle room is looking, with uh, Cheese, Mar Rivers, Cheese obviously being the starter, you feel me, but not knowing how that will move in the future. Then we have a guy behind him and Antoine Hayward uh, that we really like, but he's up in age. Uh, we felt like uh, Shields would be a good guy to come in that we could help mold behind the two of them. And then when you add in the acquisition of Dudley Guy that we got from uh, the miners, him being star dev, he was another guy that we felt like we can build as well. So we'll have those two guys competing uh, to see where we can go, man. To see where we can go, uh, I like I like his energy, man. He 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 gets off the ball very well. He gets off the ball very well, man. And he uh he holds blockers very well. Uh, the guys around him are able to make a lot better moves because of the moves that he's able to make in the middle, you know, with us running the 3-4. That nose tackle guy might not always be the guy who gets the accolades, man. Uh, we lucked up in having Cheese being able to play that nose tackle role and still be a dominant guy. Uh, so we're, we were looking at some more guys that we can put behind him to uh, mold uh, for the future, especially with fatigue being what it is. Uh, and we thought uh, Jalen Shields and Dudley Guy was going to be a good combination. All right, so we signed uh, Dudley Shields. Uh, we signed we signed uh, Jalen Shields as well, man. All right, uh, very happy about those moves, man. Very, very, very happy about those moves. Uh, I know it might surprise a lot of people. Uh, uh, the way that we went, especially the way, especially with the Dudley Guy, uh, Tremont Dye trade. Uh, 4KB, we also received a six-round pick as well uh, with our new drafting system here uh, with this league as far as going through the college series and scouting. We felt like those uh, later-round picks would be very, very uh, important to us because after a while, man, I guess after like the middle of the second round, the third round, man, a lot of these guys are the same. Like from the third to sixth, man, you can get the same kind of quality guys. So to have that extra ammunition to bring out another quality guy, uh, a lot of my late round guys have become very, uh, very key to us, man. Starting going back to uh, KB, man, he was a six round pick. He was able to come in last year, and uh, even the year before that, man, and be efficient, make some plays. Uh, we have Mike Troy. A lot of people know how I feel about Mike Troy. He's a guy who's been able to come in to be efficient for us as well. Uh, in last year's draft, we got uh, we got GP in this round, uh, Grayson Perkins. He's a guy that, as you'll see throughout this year, he's a guy that I really like. Uh, we just feel like 
our late round our later round picks we've been able to be a lot more efficient with and, and we like that man so we wanted to grab uh a few more man we wanted to grab a few more all right now also also man the biggest thing man coming into this uh week one what we've been waiting for is uh the re-signing man it is re-signing time man it's re-signing time and let me tell you Shout out to my man CP, CP25 for the Cougars, man. I'll never, I'm never gonna let that genuine die. So I figured I'd bring out the genuine for you. I bring out the genuine for you because we did it. We resigned my man's. We resigned my man's Kenny Still. Now listen, I thought he was gonna ask for hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars when it came down to this man, but we got my man back on a five-year deal. For uh, $33.6 million. I'm hyped. I, ha- I had to play the song. I had. I fell in love all over again. I fell in love all over again. I had to play the song. So, yeah, we got Kenny Still. He's a baron for life. You feel me? Well, at least he's 30. A li- for another five years, you got to worry about the man is still wrecking the game. And he's a very key part of this offense. He's a very key part of this team. He's the reason why I picked this team. I know everybody's going to go back to it. Like, oh, he loves that man. He doesn't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I love Kenny Steele, bro. I love chop it up, put another beat behind it. I don't care. I love Kenny Steele. And to be able to get him back for the price that we got him back for, bro, I am big, big, big hype. All right? Big hype. So we was able to sign Kenny Steele back. Uh, we also brought back our uh, center and captain of the team, Big Malk, Malcolm Lawson. All right, on the two-year, uh, $10.1 million deal. All right. Uh, another guy who surprisingly asked for more in the steal, which we didn't expect, uh, we got uh, Sean Dada back. Uh, we resigned him for a five-year, uh, $38.7 million deal. And uh, I think he was a very, very key contributor to the way our defense was able to play last year. Uh, you weren't able... To just pick on one side. Uh, shout out to Harmon Rickerson. Uh, he was a guy that we had uh, in my first year as a coach, who I was very uh, excited about, very hyped for. But he kind of let me down. He became a guy that you would just, if you were playing us, he would be the guy that you would pick on, having sparks on the other side. So to be able to get another solid corner uh, with Dada, build him up, make him great, and now. It's, it's almost 1A1B with him and Sparks, man. It's almost 1A1B with him and Sparks. Uh, I can't wait to see how he performs this year. Uh, one thing about my defensive backs, one thing about my corners that people talk about is our jump. 
man, I think both of my starting cornerbacks have like 68, 69 jump, man. And that's been a lot more key on this Madden, but I still feel like we'll have a solid season, man. I feel like we'll have a solid season to still get things done and to be able to bring Dada back, keep that going, man. To be able to bring Dada back, keep that going, and continue to grow, I'm, I'm hype about that, man. Uh, we were also able to... Uh, we're also able to sign back uh, Wayman Yates. We signed him back on a one-year deal for $5.7 million. Uh, he's a guy that I feel like along the defensive line that we can play him at every position. Uh, former starter, we're moving the rookie uh, Stephen Forbes to left end in order to start him and get that growth. But behind him and in that rotation, we definitely have a, a, great, a great group of guys, man. And uh, it starts with Yates, man. It starts with Yates. Uh... On our offensive line, we have uh, Lane Printers, a guy we acquired from the Condors uh, last offseason. Uh, he played very well for us, even though he did get injured. Uh, he did come back, and he was very key to this run game. Uh, one thing I, I, I've noticed about our run game, you can find steel, uh, you can find printers, man. If you can find steel, you can find printers, man. He's key. So to be able to get him back on a two-year deal, uh, two-year uh, $10.8 million deal. Uh, that is very, very crucial. All right. Uh, another guy, uh, Jared Jacola, man, very underrated. Very, very underrated. He was the guy who got the second pick on uh, Warrell in our last uh, meeting against the Explorers. Uh, he's a guy I've been molding my high Hayden Harold, uh, thinking Hayden Harold will one day take this dip because he's an older guy. But he's just like fine wine. He just keeps getting better with age, man. He just keeps getting better with age, man. Cabernet, uh, Chardonnay, whatever you want to call him, man. He just keeps getting better. He just keeps getting better. But in order, we we got Jacola back for another th- for another three years, eight point one nine million, and uh, we can continue to mold him, uh, and we can play him at so many spots. You'll see him in a lot of spots this uh, this season. You see him at strong safety. You see him at free safety. You also see him at slot corner. Uh, he might he could also come in as our outside corner if need be, if need be, man. Uh, he's a guy that we can play in a lot of roles, and we're glad to have him back. All right, and then lastly, we after we just signed Math to the one year deal off a of, uh, free agency, uh, we also re-sign him now to add an additional year to that for the uh, one point one six million just to see what we can do with him, man. Uh, we do have Kihada. He's somebody that I'm really trying to build up. Kihada is somebody I really, really like. I really like Kihada, man. Uh, so having that competition for the uh, QB2 is going to be key. But Kihada is a rookie. We want to mold him. We want to, I don't want to say keep him out of the way. We just want to, we want to let him grow, man. But he's not a guy that we're uh, scared to play at all. But while we have Mav, I'm a fan of Mav. Uh, we locked them in for an extra year, man. It was something that just that had to be done, man. It's something that had to be done. All right. Uh, when we move on to our practice squad, uh, our practice squad, man, uh, we have uh, Zach Leach, uh, quarterback. He's a guy that I'm really, really a big fan of, too. Uh, a younger guy, somebody we can also mold. Uh, injuries fatigue all of that's going to be key so to have that uh extra option somebody that we carried on uh from last season as well 
Uh, he's just a guy that we were a big fan of, man. I like the way he plays. Uh, and he's still another guy that we can build up, help learn the system. All right. Uh, we added Sam Anthony, our left end, a guy that we got in the draft before last. He's a guy that we can play at a couple positions as well and continue to mold. All right. Uh, who else we got on our practice squad? We got uh, the defensive tackle, Jalen Shields, who we just signed. Uh, the trade for a Dudley guy kind of pushed him back a little bit, but at least keeping him on the practice squad, he be, he still re remains a guy that we can continue to build and mold uh, and learn the system. Just in case we, we do lose Hayward to retirement later on, uh, we still have two solid guys behind Cheese that we can build up and still get good production from. All right. After that, we have Sylvester Duvall, uh, middle linebacker. Uh, he's a guy that we've been working with for a while. Um, he's a solid player, man. He's a guy that I feel like if it comes down to it, I wouldn't be against playing him. Uh, we do have quite a few guys in front of him with Armstead, with uh, Cody Tatum, uh, drafting uh, James Axel. Uh, so... He wouldn't see as many reps see, but being able to keep him on a practice squad for at least one more year, I think this is last year, will be, well, he'll be eligible. So to be able to keep him on a practice squad for at least uh, one more year, we continue to grow him. He's someone that I know what I'll get from him, and uh, it's good to keep him around as a little safety net for uh, depth chart purposes, man, for depth chart, pur for, uh, depth chart purposes, man. So that's really, really good. All right. Uh, uh, safety that we drafted last year, uh, Carlos Wright. He's another guy that we're looking to mold. He, he can do a little bit of everything. We can play in my strong safety. We can play in my free safety. Uh, but his continued growth is going to be key because our safety room is very strong. Our safety room is very strong uh, with King, with uh, Heyday, well, with money bags, with Heyday. Then we got TC back there. Then we just drafted Rubio. We also got Jacola, but still having another guy that if anything happens to one of those guys that we can bring in on either side. Uh, that was very key. That was very clutch. All right. Uh, as I said earlier, we also have Jalen Shields. Uh, a guy, again, we can build up behind Hayward, behind Guy. And then uh, lastly, we have uh, Amy, Amy uh, Schlizzy, but we're going to call it Schlizzle for Sizzle. All right, we put Amy, we put Amy on the practice squad to try to help build her up, get her just a little bit of experience uh, in this league, learn from a few guys. Uh, we were hoping that she would be able to overcome Simon Brewer in training camp, but just from the way things have been looking, man, especially with the elements that we play in, all these open stadiums, having just a little bit more kick power, man. Just a, just having more kick power has been key. So we're going to uh, we're gonna start the season with Brewer. I'm not going to say we're going to finish the season with Brewer. We did have him on the trade block, but we weren't able to get any bites. Uh, guys just found some other guys in free agency that they like. Uh, but what may happen later on down the season is a different thing. We we still might be able to trade Brewer, or Brewer might just have an outstanding year, and we might just want to keep Brewer. So, hey, we'll see. We'll see. So we got Amy on the practice squad, uh, but we're definitely looking to mold her and build her up. All right. Uh, with that, we're going to our season expectations, man. Uh 
the biggest thing that I expect from our team is a return to the playoffs. Uh, I really want to win in this division, man. I, I'm borderline saying it's an expectation because you still have coaches like uh, Coach Bill. Uh, you still have to deal with the CPUs, with uh, the Thunderbirds. Uh, we just got a new coach, with uh, Coach Stein, with the Tigers. So I know this thing is going to be a toss-up, man. I know this thing is going to be a toss-up. It's going to be a great, great, great season, man. But our expectation is for us to make the playoffs, whether we make it as the division leader or we make it as the wild card. Our expectation is to make the playoffs. All right, I never look at one season and expect us to go and not repeat that type of effort. You know what I'm saying? I already said it's no more eight and eight. We're not doing that eight and eight thing no more. You feel me? And just to clear it up because we got more games this year. We're not doing eight and nine. We're not doing nine and eight. We're not doing no eights. It's not gonna be no more eights. There's no more eights. Eights are gone. All right. So we only expect to expand on what we've done. So we're looking to expand from our season last year where we just barely missed winning this division. We barely missed winning the division. We want to get to the point to where we're, we're leading the division. We're expected to lead this division. Uh, it's still a little bit of still a little bit of sleep in people's eye. You know, shout out to Smitty. Wipe your eye out, Smitty. It's still a, it's still a little bit of sleep in people's eye, man. When it comes to us, uh, I still feel like we're a starter away from winning the division last year. I still feel that way. And uh, hopefully tonight we're able to show that, man, that we were just a starter away from winning the division because this is our first time playing the Explorers, really, with both of us at what we would call full strength. There's no injuries. Nobody's missing. Uh, they've made some changes on their side. We've made some changes on our side. But I still feel as if, man, we were a starter away last season from winning this division. And that, that could change the whole outcome of the whole playoff situation, man. It could change the whole outcome of the whole playoff situation. All right. But our expectation is to make the playoffs, get get a playoff win at least, you feel me? Now, I, I'm always say I expect us to win a reload ball. As a coach, every coach expects their team to do that. You feel me? But I expect us to be a playoff team and get playoff wins this season. All right? And I want to see us take it all the way to the top. I think we had the means. I think we had the potential. It's just about uh, putting it all together, man. It's just about putting it all together. All right? And, uh... I guess that brings us to our preview, week one preview. Uh, tonight at 8.30, we will be facing off against the Columbus Explorers, man. And uh, I know y'all heard the podcast. We got to get Q-Pockets 20. We got to get Q-Pockets 20. It's dub. It's going to be two dubs. It's going to be our dub. It's going to be the dub. This Smitty got to get a Q-Pock, bro. Uh, we come in facing a great team, man. A great team who's made some changes. Uh, I kind of... Just egotistically, my pride, how I feel about us and the Barons and how I feel about me, I feel like we play a key part in why things have changed a little bit in uh, Columbus. Now, I know Bill's going to say we was already going to do this anyway, and I believe it. You feel me? But at the same time, it's like, hey, that record, man, that record, what's it, the Everett Bradley record, that eight picks, man, I know that was key. And then we came back following that. In the in the second game, we got two off uh Warrell, man, he ain't really, 
he ain't really dominate like I know a lot of guys thought that he was going to dominate us, man. And I think that was a big key. And uh, the I mean, now I know Bill's going to say he was going to do that anyway, and I don't disagree. You feel me? But I think that a lot of motivation came from us, man. A lot of motivation came from us. And uh, now we can see the fruits of that reward. Well, you reap the you reap what you sow. You feel me? The fruits of his labor. That's what it is. The fruits of his labor. We'll see if Daryl Johnson was worth it. You feel me? But I highly expect us to come in here and give him rookie blues. I I expect us to come in here and give him rookie blues, man. Now, I'm not saying that he won't be a dominant quarterback in this league. He has all the potential to be. He's going to be one of the future faces of of the league. You feel me? And I won't take none of that away from him, man. But tonight, mm-mm, nope. Tonight he's gonna our goal is to make him look like a rookie. Make him look like an eighth rounder, ninth rounder, one of the Miami boys. You feel me? Shout out to Miami. We trying to make him look like one of the Miami boys. A ninth rounder out here. You feel me? So we'll see how that goes. Uh the Explorers have a very stacked team, uh, offensively and defensively. And for your weakest link, quote unquote, to be a quarterback of the caliber of DJ, you feel me? That still shows that it's still a high-quality team, man. Still a high-quality team. So, shout-out to Bill. Shout-out to Explorers. I know it's going to be a tough game, a tough opening matchup. Uh, the Explorers are a team that you would like to have a couple a couple weeks to be able to look to see what they're going to do in order to scheme for them. Like, now we're going off a of guesstimation. Like, it did. I, I don't even want to say that it did help. It's possible that it could have helped that they had the exhibition game. We got just a little peek at things, you feel me? But even that little peek wasn't a full peek of what they was really going to do. It could all be a facade. They could come out and do something entirely different from what they from what they did in that game. You feel me? But just to have just a little, little inklet of what uh, DJ could be, we see the potential. Uh, we got to keep him in the pocket. We got We can't have him running around. Now, I know I said that our team has been set up to keep quarterbacks running around. And I still stand on that. I still stand on that. But we also took time in this offseason to find other things to make us great. Like, now, I was real big on us being like, yeah, we're going to come out with this Baltimore defense and we're going to blase, blase, blase. But... Another defense, we ended up picking uh, Jacksonville, uh, which would probably surprise a lot of people. It would be like, Jacksonville? Like, they didn't win any games. But, yeah, we came out with this Jacksonville defense, man. It was just something about how we looked in that scheme, man, how we looked in that scheme and how we looked in that book. And then also seeing the plethora of coaches who decided to go with the Baltimore book, it kind of made me feel better. I'm real big on being unorthodox. I'm real big on being different than everybody else. All right? I'm real big on That's one of the big reasons why we came out with the read option, being one of those read option teams. All right? And as I said before, I knew from uh, people seeing that, that it would lead to other people doing it. Now, I'm not saying they're doing it because of us. I can understand exactly why those teams would do it. So, shout out to those teams. I'm not even going to put them out there. You feel me? I'm not gonna put out none of the teams you pick, none of the things. You feel me? But we just felt like with that we're the best. All right, and it would be very, very, uh, I guess I'll say, I guess I'll say beneficial. It'll be very, very beneficial to us to make our 
team as multidimensional as possible uh, with us having, I guess, a, a leg up and saying we've used it a little bit longer than others with us using the last season. Uh, there will be different kinks and things with it, but I feel like we've worked a lot of those kinks and things out. Uh, and we should be able to move forward from there and be able to elevate. Uh, we shall see. All right, and I feel the same way about uh, the defense that we're going to use. Again, being unorthodox, nobody else is using the defense that we're using, which I think will help us stand out a lot more. I think it's going to be very key. And I think just from the way that this new Madden plays, some a few changes had to be made. A few changes had to be made. Now, we still do have the option to switch books, and I do have some books in mind if things need to be switched. Uh but I feel really, really confident that we'll be running the same thing for the remainder of the year, man. I feel very confident I'll be running the same thing for the remainder of the year. Not just, not only just because of how we've looked in that book, but just from how things in that book can help us with the opponents that we play. Because the key to success isn't, well, let me rephrase that. The key to success is going to be how you work against your opponents. And with a majority of our opponents being these top-tier type teams like the Thunderbirds, like the Explorers. And you can even throw the Tigers in there too, man, as far as uh, defensively so far and what they've shown. And what they could be because they just added a rookie quarterback. And with all the quarterbacks in our league, in our division being quote-unquote running quarterbacks, uh, guys who that who got wheels, who can move, who you can expect to move, and it might not be as orchestrated as ours with Brinker, because Brinker is the slowest one out of all these quarterbacks, but he'll probably have the most yards. Like, no disrespect, I, I know DJ, I know LC3, and I know Kai Cash are all probably turn their face up at that, but because we orchestrate our runs, I think, Brinker may still end up, well, should still end up being the leading rusher between those, between the four of us. But having a division full of running quarterbacks, man, you had to prepare yourself for the running quarterback. I said this on the pod uh, last season. Uh, knocking on Mix's door. Be back, Mix. Knocking on your The 4 3 Lord. The 4 3 Lord. I see you, Mix. I see you. That's the insider between us, you feel me? But. Yeah, just not just just knocking on that door, man. Seeing how things are going, man. Seeing how the league is changing. Uh, I feel like we're in a good position. I feel like we're in a wonderful, wonderful position, and uh, I can't wait to see how that that'll go, man. I can't wait to see how that'll go. All right. Uh, a little rusty, man. A little rusty. It's been a while. Uh, my mouth already dry. I don't even feel like I've been talking that long. Mouth dry. You feel me? Get some work on that, man. The pod is back. The pod season two, episode thirty-three, man. The pod is back, rolling with the Barons. Bomb Squad is back. Gorilla Gang is back. I hope you. RFL is back. All right, the RFL is back, and that's what's important, man. And we're gonna kick it off. We're gonna kick it off. We're gonna kick it off right, man. We're gonna kick it off right. All right. And with that being said, you know how it goes. All right. Protect the crown. All right. Earn your stripes. All right. Gorilla Gang. Yes, sir. Gorilla Gang. Bomb Squad. Go Bears.